Do you want to stay more focused on the right goals in your life or even just figure out what the right goals are for you? Do you want clarity? Do you want better work-life balance? Well, you're in the right place. Welcome to Success Through Failure. Welcome to the Success Through Failure podcast, the show that reveals failure as your path to success. You'll listen to intriguing interviews with some of the most successful people on the planet and learn how their failures became a launchpad for success and how yours can too. Here's your host, former Division I All-American wrestler, former Division I head coach, speaker, and personal coach, Jim Harshaw. Welcome to another episode of Success Through Failure. This is your host, Jim Harshaw, and I'm bringing you another solo episode here. Today, we're talking about your environment, your environment of excellence. How do you create this environment even if you don't have it in your life, even if you look around and you don't think you have this environment where you can fully succeed because you're surrounded by mediocrity or you're surrounded by negative people or maybe just uh, bad, you know, flat out bad people or bad things around you. And how do you create that? And can you actually create an environment of excellence? So I'm here to tell you that yes, you can. And I'm going to give you specific ways to do so. So you can maximize yourself, maximize your time, maximize your ability, and maximize everything in your life with your environment. And one of the things that we just brought into our environment at the Harshaw home is a puppy. I talked about it a couple episodes ago, but so we've had this guy for uh, a couple of weeks now, and he's awesome. I will, if you haven't seen a picture on social media, you can uh, you can follow me on Twitter, Jim Harshaw, uh, just at Jim Harshaw, uh, and um and I posted, I think, I don't know if I posted a picture on my Facebook page, but I'll post a picture on the uh, Facebook page. So I'm writing a note right now. Post pick. This guy is, he looks like a stuffed animal come to life. I mean, honestly, he doesn't even look like a real dog. And then he starts moving and you think first, okay, maybe he's a battery powered dog. And then you realize he's actually a real dog. This is not a stuffed animal. This is not a toy. It's the most ridiculous thing. He's the cutest thing uh, we could have possibly gotten. So we have this awesome little dog. His name is Pax, P-A-X, which means peace in Latin. Jesse, my 12-year-old, read a book recently where the, the, there was a fox whose name was Pax, and, uh, and that's where we got that. The other name that we had was Bernie because we found a dog at the SPCA about a year ago, and his name was Bernstein, and he was the cutest dog. He was so sweet. Um, he was already claimed by another family, but anyway, so Bernstein's kind of stuck in the kids' head, heads uh, for a year since we met that little guy, but uh, uh, alas, we went with... We went with PAX, and PAX is just an awesome addition to our environment of excellence. So I'll post pictures. I'll, post, I'll make sure they're on Facebook and on Twitter. Uh, and I will, uh, you know, I'll, I'll put a link to some pictures of PAX and uh, the action plan so you can check those out. So he's a sprudel. Yeah, he's a Springer Spaniel mixed with a poodle. And uh, he's hypoallergenic because the boys are allergic to dogs. And man, is he awesome. So, so uh, I'll include you, give you a little, little taste of, of that cute little guy, Pax. But environment of excellence, what if you don't have it, right? What if you look around and you don't have this environment of excellence? Can you still create this in your life? Can you create your own environment of excellence? You know, you can say, I don't have 
the education. I don't live in the right neighborhood or the right town. I don't have the right people at my work around me or whatever the case might be. Um, Didn't have the right parents, the right this, the right that. Whatever it is, those are all excuses, right? You can look at them as reasons, but those are excuses because here's the deal. There's plenty of other people. There's lesser people who have created the environment of excellence for themselves that have achieved and are living the life that you want to live right now. That's happening. And I can give you some examples. I'll give you plenty of examples. I have a friend that I'm thinking of right now. His name's Mike. He grew up in a trailer park. He was poor and went off to college. He actually played baseball in college and, uh, and not a big school, wasn't like super successful or anything like that. And then after college, he uh, started working and then ended up starting a company and uh, a business and it turned into a big company. And he sold that first company for, from what I understand, around $40 million. $40 million. Poor kid from a trailer park, didn't have two nickels to rub together as a kid. $40 million, sold his first company. Started another one, built it. Sold that one for more. I think around fifty million, from what I understand. If I understand those numbers exactly correctly, that's it's, that's those are ballpark numbers. And currently, he's building his third business, and it's insanely successful. And uh, and he's this guy who he doesn't, you know, he works hard. He works very hard, but he plays. He has fun. He's a great father. He lives the balanced life, and. Uh, He's got four kids, um, and he's always attending their sporting events and their activities and whatnot. And uh, this this next company, I mean, he's who knows whenever he sells it, but it's 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 worth way more than the other ones, and it's just incredible. So he's created this environment of excellence. I mean, you look back historically, Henry Ford, Walt Disney, these guys were farm boys. They didn't grow up as entrepreneurs. They didn't have uh, Ivy League educations. They weren't. They didn't have silver spoons in their mouth. They weren't. They weren't raised by people who just you know, modeled what it's like to build a world-class, historic, legendary company. They didn't live in those families. Neither did Richard Branson. Richard Branson's actually dyslexic. Think about Oprah. Oprah, her mom was a housemaid. Her dad was a coal miner. She was sexually abused as a child. She was fired from her first TV job because she didn't have the look that for, for television, they told her. I mean, talk about somebody who had, had every excuse, every reason to believe, yeah, I just, cards didn't, didn't fall just right for me. I mean, to be even sort of moderately successful, let alone really successful, let alone, you know, an icon and a legend. One of the most one of the most recognized names and faces in the world. J.K. Rowling. She wrote the Harry Potter series. She grew up poor. She battled depression. She toiled in obscurity for years and years. And her success was far from a far foregone conclusion. You know, just a year before you know, this thing caught fire. Like she was, she was poor and broke. Chris Gardner, who was played by Will Smith in the movie pursuit of happiness. 
who, you know, he was homeless and a father at the same time and just worked and created his own environment of excellence. He certainly didn't have it externally, but he created it internally. How do you do that? Former Starbucks CEO Howard Schultz grew up in low-income housing. Where's the environment of excellence there? And I, you know, I just listed off a bunch of big, big names. And I'm not saying that you have to become a household name or a billionaire. What if you just want to become two times as successful as you are? Or three times? Or ten times? Right? You don't have to be Richard Branson or Oprah or Howard Schultz or Walt Disney. Whatever that life is, whatever those goals are, maybe you just want to lose 10 pounds. <laughs> maybe you want to just uh, start that business that you say you're too busy to do. Or run that marathon or, or whatever the case might be that you want to do. What if you just want to do those things? You say, ah, I just, I can't. Well, what if you can? And the answer is yes, you, you actually can. Lesser people have, people with fewer resources, people with less of a head start, people who are busier than you. And, and this is, this, don't get me wrong, this episode is not for, I'm not speaking to you and, and, and my audience as if you're in a bad place. You're probably in a pretty good place. I mean, gosh, you know, most of my audience is in America and you're, you know, if you live in America, you're in a pretty darn great spot, right? Middle class, upper class, lower class, whatever it is, doesn't matter. You're, you know, relative to the world. You have, if you got clean water, you've got food, shelter, you're doing well. You know, most of us are living far better than the kings of the world just a hundred years ago. So approaching this from a place of assuming that you're in a good place, right? And that means growing up in a trailer park or low income housing or battling depression, um, Parents were, you know, housemaid in a coal miner, etc. Um, that's those, those are those are just fine places to start, right? Or anywhere there, or above. So, how do you create an environment around you where you can actually live the life that you want to live and create this kind of success? And, and when I define success, uh, create the kind of success that you want to create. And when I talk when I talk about success. I'm not talking about I'm not talking about being the cool kid. But I'm talking about success however you define it. You have to define it. You have to figure out what that is, what it is that you want, why you want it. But how do you how do you how do you create the environment now, right? So the environment, I talk about the environment of excellence and reveal your path. So this is one component of the reveal your path program. And it involves four pieces. M A P S maps. You have to know your maps. Like from getting from here to there, you have to have a map. Well, it's the same thing with your environment of excellence. So M stands for media. What is the media that you're allowing into your life? Is it are you staring at Facebook and comparing yourself to other people and you know the happy families that people post a picture when they're in Disney? You're saying man, that family looks so happy or man, how do they have the money to go to Disney? And, and what we don't realize is uh, they put it all on their credit card and uh, as soon as they snap the picture, they're all arguing again, <laughs> right? And, and so that's reality, right? That's just this, the reality of life sometimes. And, and so 
stop comparing yourself to other people and, and, and only allow the right media into your life. And, and I'll give you an example why. Uh, I, before the podcast here, I opened up uh, two websites, CNN.com and Fox News. And I said, okay, what are some of the top articles here um, that are in the news, in the media that we're getting fed? Okay, the first one is Philly's fan gets hurt after being shot in the face by a Philly fanatic's hot dog cannon. That's on the homepage, right? This is news, right? Is that in any way bringing value to your life other than maybe planting a little seed of like, man, maybe I, I got to be careful when I go to baseball games. Gosh, I could get hurt no matter where I go. I can get hurt by a freaking hot dog shot by a mascot, <laughs> right? All right, next one, Fox News. Parents and fans brawl during a youth softball game. Terrible. This is, I mean, obviously a terrible thing. Is this news? Do I need this in my life? Because I tell you, I went to uh, 10 baseball games in the past few months of my sons, and there were all kinds of games going around on the other fields. I didn't see this happen. I never saw a brawl by any parents, not once. And so this kind of crap gets fed into our minds and makes us believe that this is, this is our vision of the world. This is our view of the world. It's not true. These are like these isolated incidents that happen. Now, now there, there's also articles on here that are, there are things that are happening in the world that you need to be aware of, right? So I limit my consumption of the news. I actually found a five-minute news broadcast podcast. It's for every day. There's a five-minute one. There's like a 15-minute one. And, uh, and I just listen to those. And I just get, I get a, a you know, minimum effective dose of the news and of the media. I want to be tuned in. But I don't want to get so deep into it that I'm hearing these stupid stories that do me, bring me no value into my life. And, you know, there's a quote by Alex Ohanian, who's the founder of Reddit. Uh, he's married to Venus or Sharina Williams. I should know that. He's actually a UVA grad. Um, but he said, uh, it takes discipline not to let social media steal your time. It takes discipline not to let social media steal your time. And that's the truth. It also steals your joy and your self-belief and your confidence in who you are and what your family's supposed to be like and the kind of fears that you should have in the world, all right? So media. I use the um, Facebook newsfeed eradicator. So whenever I go to Facebook on my desktop or on my computer, my laptop, uh, there's no, there's no newsfeed. I only go there so I can post in my Reveal Your Path group or go to places I actually want to go to so I don't get sucked into that negativity. I wish they had that app for, uh, for my phone. Cause I do get sucked into Facebook sometimes on my phone. Um, so media, you got to focus on the media that you allow into your life, right? A is the second piece of maps. A is for your area, your physical space, right? When I was competing as a wrestler, uh, I had my goals posted on my wall, uh, on my mirror. I had like Alexander Karelin, who's this like superstar, wrestler, uh, Greco-Roman wrestler, won like 13 straight, something like that, world championships. It, just incredible. And I had a, a poster of him on my wall, uh, a poster of some other heroes on my wall. Um, this is my, in my environment, right? This is what I was surrounded by, my physical space, my area. This is what I was surrounded by. I mean, you know, now you can think about, you know, now I think about it, my world now, like think about what else can I include? Uh, well, it's like a standing desk. I have a standing desk, you know, there's all kind of benefits to a standing desk. Like, you know, uh, here I just looked up some 
facts on it right now. Standing desk lowers your risk of weight gain and obesity, may lower your blood sugar levels, may lower your risk of heart disease and back pain and help improve your mood and energy levels and boost productivity. All these things, all these benefits, right? It's like, that's part of my environment of excellence. That's part of my area, my physical space. I mean, maybe it's like neatening up your desk or organizing your space, right? And, and just, just getting that helps get that, that physical clutter kind of helps our mind feel uh, less cluttered as well. So look around at your physical space, right? What can you include in that physical space in your area to improve your environment of excellence? P is for people. So, you know, Jim Rohn is famous for the quote, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Um, I, I, I expand that and say, in the in the in the sum of the the the, the average the, the people you let in your life and the media that you let into your life, All right? So, but anyway, the people who are these who are the people you spend your time with? You know who the right people are and the, and the wrong people are. Tony Robbins says, raise your standards. Right? It's the easiest way to do that is through the the people you surround yourself with. Right? You know who the negative people are at work and the positive people. You know who the negative people and positive people are in your neighborhood. And in the organizations you're involved with, surround yourself with them. Go have coffee with them. Connect more with them. Gosh, and you know, connecting this this to back to media, like you can bring all these the right people into your life by listening to podcasts or audiobooks, reading them, right? Um, through my podcast, through this what you're listening to right now. You know, hopefully I'm part of your environment of excellence. So who are the other people you can bring into your sphere, into your world? Who are the people you can call right now? As a matter of fact, I had a coaching call the other day, and I talked to a guy, and, and one of the outcomes of the call was identifying, like, I got to connect with this guy, Mike. And he had, you know, that's one of his action items, is to go, go connect with this guy. And that was sort of a realization that wouldn't have happened had we not had the call, but I'm part of his environment of excellence. Now he's going to go call, contact this guy and, and bring him into the fold, and and he's going to be better off for it. His business is going to be better off for it. His life's going to be better off for it. Who are the people you can spend more and less time with? And then S is for speech. That means out loud as well as internal. The great quote says, if your mind is a supercomputer, your self-talk is the program that's running it. If your mind is a supercomputer, your self-talk is the program that's running it. So what is your talk? What is the talk? That, that deep subconscious self-talk in the out loud talk. You've got to control both of those. You have to control them. It's easier to control the out loud talk. You can actually control the words that come out of your mouth, right? I have a mantra and I coach people through reveal your path to have a mantra. You may be, may, I don't know, maybe you're one of the people, kind of people who just rolls your eyes at mantras and I get it. You know, they're kind of corny. It kind of feels weird to say a mantra. But Muhammad Ali said, it's, it's the, he said, you know, he said, it's the repetition of affirmations that leads to self-belief. And when that belief becomes a deep conviction, things begin to happen. Right? This is one of the greatest of all time. He didn't need to say affirmations or mantras, right? No, of course not. He's the, he's the greatest of all time. Yeah, he did. He did. A lot of really successful people, those people who are living the life that you want to live, they're doing weird things like this. Right, I remember thinking it was weird to write in a journal when I was when I was an athlete. And I'd hear, I remember hearing Kerry McCoy, Olympian, national champion from Penn State. He was a wrestler. He's a head coach at Maryland now, University of Maryland head wrestling coach. And I remember hearing him hearing that he wrote in a journal 
when he was competing. I was like, oh, well, I guess if he's doing it, well, then maybe I should do it, you know, because I kind of want to be like him. And, uh, and he did. And, and, and I started writing, I did, I started writing in it and, and it was awesome. I just started controlling. It's one of the ways I started controlling my self-talk. Uh, again, in my little world of wrestling, and I know a lot of you are not wrestlers who are listening to this, but there's a guy named Kyle Dake. He won four NCAA championships. Uh, it had won at an uh, increasing weight class every single year. So four different weight classes over the four years of college. First person in the history of NCAA wrestling to do this. He did something so ridiculously strange around mantras, affirmations, and whatnot. And he, what he did is he wrote down his goal every morning and every night. Once in the morning and once at night his freshman year. Kyle Dake, I forget what, 2009, 141-pound NCAA champion. Kyle Dake. He wrote that in the morning and then in the evening before bed. Twice a day, every day. Should not have won the NCAA championship that year. I watched him wrestle earlier in the year. He was really good, but there were a lot of really good guys. But he won it. He won it as a freshman. Sophomore, he wrote it twice in the morning, twice at night. Junior, three times in the morning, three times at night. Senior, four times in the morning, four times at night. Won four national championships. Who does this stuff, right? Who does? I mean, it's, it's kind of obsessive, kind of silly, kind of ridiculous. Who does it? Well, people who make history. That's who do it. That's the people who do it. And maybe you want to make history. Maybe, like I said, maybe you just want to lose 10 pounds. Maybe you just want to fix your marriage. Maybe you just want to have a better relationship with your kids. Maybe you just want to double your salary. Whatever it is, you want to do those things? Success leaves clues. You got to do what the other people are doing. People who have done that, you got to do what they're doing. So M A P S, speech is S. M is for media. A is for area. P is for people. S is for speech. What are the things that you're doing to control your environment of excellence? Take action on this. This is all going to be in the action plan. As usual, just go to jimharshawjr.com slash action. You're going to get everything that I just talked about here, all the notes, uh, not to mention a picture of packs in the action plan. That is going to be part of your environment of excellence. Maybe the most important part of your environment of excellence. He's actually really cute, so you got to check him out. So. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this. If you did, if you got some value out of this, please share it. Um, also, I haven't asked for this for a long time, but if you haven't given me a review on iTunes, please, please just click over onto iTunes and leave me a review. If you're listening to this on your iPhone, it's easy to do that. You just just uh, pull up the podcast and um, there's, a, there's a button there. I can't even picture it right now because I don't have my phone in front of me, but... Um, but you can leave a review right there, uh, or you can just do it from uh, just go to um, uh, iTunes and, and, and do that. So please leave me a review. Uh, please share this. Uh, if you found this on Twitter, or even if you didn't, um, you can uh, you can share this in a lot of different ways. So share it on Facebook, share it on Twitter, share it, text a friend and say, hey, check out this episode that uh, on creating your environment of excellence. Share it with one other person. That's how this thing grows. And uh, this thing has slowly but surely been growing. And uh, I want it to grow faster, of course, like we all do, right? We always want things to go faster. But uh, if you can help me with that, that would be awesome. I hope you have a great day. I hope you take action on what I'm talking about here. Go to jimharshawjr.com slash action. And as always, take the time to get clear on your goals and embrace failure as a stepping stone on your path to success. 